Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? I got $5. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? <laughs> You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. Ooh, my goodness. That was good. You guys are pros. The bats. Relentless refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your fantasy preview for NFL Week 18. I'm your host, Chris Raybon of the Action Network. And on today's show, we're going to dive into the Week 18 main slate and uh, build some lineups. Here to join me, one of the top fantasy rankers in the game, the odds maker, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on? What's up? Uh, week 18 is always like one of my low-key favorite weeks because it's like a blend of the regular season and preseason. Uh, as you know, I'm a preseason to Jen. Uh, plus, <laughs> there's all these things like the incentives, milestones, you know, breaking records, things like that that you have to count for. So it's a week where you can find some sneaky value. So love these weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll hop into all that. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you haven't left us a five-star rating and review yet, could jump in and do that and win a free year of Action Pro or some swag from the Action Network shop. This week's winner is J881. So thanks, J881, for the rating and review. You can email podcast at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. Also, don't forget we have the Action Network Discord server for anyone who wants to join free. It's a lot of fun. Link in the episode description for that. But let's hop into the Week 18 main slate. Who do you like for stacks? Uh, so for my first stack, I'm going to go with the Vikings here. So Nick Mullins at 5,100, which is probably too cheap if he is starting. Uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously paying up for him at 8,500. And then Johnny Munt to wrap it up at 3K. Um, but I, I like this stack here, assuming Mullins does get the start. Um, and, you know, he's one of those quarterbacks. We don't know if he'll get through a full game, but you've mentioned in the past that there doesn't really impact his ceiling at all. So he still has a pretty high ceiling. If he gets through the game. So um, love this stack. And obviously, you know, paying up to get Justin Jefferson makes sense here. This is a week where, you know, you can find a ton of value out there. So you do want, you know, a ton of studs on your team like a Jeff Jefferson. But I think Johnny Munt might make the stack a little bit more unique uh, by going with the double stack here. Because 
Johnny Munt has basically taken over the TJ Hawkinson role. I think we both thought it was going to be Josh Oliver, but so far it's been Munt who had an 82% routes run rate last week. So I like the idea of just stacking uh, these three uh, in what could be, you know, a shootout against the Lions, depending on if they play starters or not. Um, And then for my other stack, this is a week 18 classic, um, but it's uh, Kansas City Chiefs stack. Blaine Gabbert, ultra cheap at 4,800. Richie James, min price at 3K, and Noah Gray, min price at 2.5K. Um, this is like a dollar store Patrick Mahomes, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey stack, because assuming those three studs sit, all these guys are going to replace them, presumably. So uh, I like going this route. I don't know if many people are going to go this route. It allows you to spend up literally everywhere else. I mean, this is such a cheap stack. Uh, you could really take some studs to, to go along with these guys. So. Um, if, you know, Mahomes, Rice, and Kelsey all are all ruled out, uh, I will be playing this uh, stack uh, quite a bit. Yeah, like Noah Gray definitely pops um, against the Chargers at mid-price. They've been bottom 10 against tight ends this year in DVOA. Uh, so I like that one. Uh, a couple I like, Derek Carr, uh, Chris Olave, and uh, Rashid Shahid. Um, you know, Carr is 5,600, playing the Falcons, who – 29th in DVOA against the pass, 8th against the run. So they're a pass funnel. Saints need to win the game. You know, Juwan Johnson had the big week last week. So this week, going back with the wide receivers, I think those guys give him the most upside, you know, stacked with Carr. And then the other one is uh, Kyler Murray and Michael Wilson. You know, Wilson caught a touchdown last week. He's been a guy who's been on the field almost every snap. He's the Cardinals' number one receiver essentially now. Um, at least number one perimeter receiver with Marquise Brown on IR. And, uh, you know, Greg Dortch has been pretty productive as well. So like going Wilson, you know, probably be lower owned than, than Dortch at, uh, but Kyrie 6,400, uh, you know, going against that Seahawks defense. That's been kind of shaky uh, all season long. So like, like those two stacked. Dartos, you like. Do you like darts, Ted? Oh, okay. I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself. Yeah. Uh, so at quarterback, I, I like Jared Stidham um, at the Raiders at 4,900. Um, you know, this is a revenge game for him. Uh, it was <laughs> this time last year he replaced Derek Carr so the Raiders could prevent paying him, you know, <laughs> next year if in case he got hurt uh, and owing him money. So similar to the Russell Wilson situation this year. And last week, Stidham only rushed for six yards, but he has way more rushing upside than that. Like he could pop for 30 plus yards if he wants to. Um, and I'll like him even more if, you know, Cortland Sutton and Marvin Mims both return this week, you know, specifically Sutton returning this week. So um, he probably shouldn't be under 5K right now uh, with a great matchup against the Raiders. Um, and at running back, uh, two guys really stand out to me so far. It's Pierre Strong at 4K against the Bengals. Uh, you know, we talked about the Browns really having nothing to play for as they clinched the number five seed. So I don't know how they're going to handle their backfield. They might just rest both Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. They're basically dual starters uh, and give Pierre Strong a ton of work here. That's something that we'll have to monitor throughout the week. Uh, and then Jaleel McLaughlin uh, at the Raiders. Uh, he's 4,400. I'm not sure why he's so cheap. He he got the nominal start last week. He, he took the very first drive. Uh, and unfortunately, I think they went three and out. Uh, so he ended up getting, you know, the same amount of work as he did in week 16, but he looked amazing once again. So th- this is a week where, uh, you know, he could end up seeing a ton of work and he's the kind of guy that could just go off if he does get, you know, even more touches. So like him at that price 
at wide receiver, there's a couple like really cheap guys I like. Ronnie Bell uh, for the 49ers is 3,200. Could end up being the top wide receiver depending on who the 49ers hold out after clinching the one seed. So would not be shocked if they rest both Debo Samuel and Brian Ayuk. Uh, Juwan Jennings, you know, he's been dealing with the concussion, so I, I can't imagine them forcing him out there. So it could be Ronnie Bell, uh, who in limited action this year has actually popped off. He has two touchdowns on just a handful of catches, uh, and those catches have all go- gone like uh, for big yardage. So he had a solid preseason, would make sense to give him some more run here. Um, and Richie James at 3K, uh, assuming the Chiefs do rest guys like uh, Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey, Richie James could be Blaine Gabbert's top target. Uh, so at 3K, uh, that's that's a steal. Uh, same thing with Noah Gray at 2,500 tight end. Assuming, you know, the Chiefs do rest Travis Kelsey here, I think he's going to be a no-brainer play at 2,500 if that happens. Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Yeah, Noah Gray, love him. Um, and. Uh... Yeah, Ronnie Bell. I've I've always liked him. I I wonder if they do play Jennings just to kind of get him going. But either way, I think it'll probably be Jennings and Bell, and then who Conway's there too. So he'd probably be the and number Willie three. Willie Sneed. They got some. Uh, I think, <laughs> they, got I some think guys. they waved him. I don't know. Oh, okay. they, got, they brought up a uh, Tay Martin for the last game. Not. So, yeah, I think they waved Willie Sneed. Okay. I'm not sure if they resigned to the practice squad or not, but. Uh, yeah, that's something to monitor as well because yeah. Niners Rams uh, Rams could be wrestling guys too on defense. Uh, for me, yeah, like McLaughlin, uh, Izzy Abanacanda, I think he's interesting because you know he's not like a guy filling in for somebody that's resting, but the Jets did wave Dalvin Cook yep. so that he could sign with a playoff team if if he wants to. And Abanacanda has had uh, at least six touches in each of the last three games. So, you know, this could, you know, last game of the season could be one where he sees even more work than usual. Uh, no real reason to run Brees Hall into the ground at this point. Uh, and then Chase Brown for the Bengals, same kind of deal, averaging eight, just over eight touches over his last five games and averaging 6.1 yards per touch. Another, you know, re- uh, another team that doesn't really have an incentive to to use their veteran mixing a ton here. So they might try to see uh, what Brown has in an extended look. Uh, Darius Slayton at wide receiver for the Giants, 63 yards or more each of the last three games. And then Jalen Hyatt, I think is interesting too. You know, he's kind of uh, another guy that can do what Slayton does, go deep and whatnot. And he was in the, on the field for 82% of the routes of the dropbacks, excuse me, last week for the Giants. So, uh, super cheap and kind of a, a nice pivot off of Slayton. And then a tight end. I like gray. Uh, another guy who probably starts, uh, is Charlie Warner for the yep. 49ers. So he's interesting too. At minimum price, you know, Sam Darnold should be a, a, a competent backup here in this spot. So uh, I think it's worth investing in this, uh, this Niners squad. I think they're almost certain to rest mm-hmm. uh, all, of the, uh, all the starters. So Warner's an interesting, interesting guy. Dwelly's been banged up too. So Braden Willis is actually another guy for the Niners. I Ooh. like at tight end. Um, he, I don't know how much, how much work he'll get, but he's probably a better receiver than, uh, than Warner so he's another guy maybe in like a super large field uh to give a, a whirl yeah I love that Abanacanda play like after the Dalvin Cook news it would make sense to give him some touches here like you said like why why even risk it with Brees Hall right now so I think Abanacanda could be a really sneaky play in GPPs yeah and I, all the like the guy you mentioned too McLaughlin uh Izzy Chase Brown like these guys are not like no they're not the teams aren't re- like resting people but mm. 
that could lower their ownership because there are probably going to be a few guys that pop up that are super obvious. Yep. Uh, you know, it's like Elijah Mitchell or, or Mason and, you know, some other guys. So people might shy away from the guys that are still kind of in their normal roles, even though week 18, they could see an extended, <laughs> extended look. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. All right, uh, let's jump to DK. And I think I went first last week, so uh, okay, you're on the clock. Oh boy, who do I go with? Um, there could be a lot of false value out there too. I'm assuming a lot of the guys are going to be out this week. So yep. let's go with uh, Rashad White at 7,600. All right, I'm going to go with... Tyrod at quarterback at 5,300. Damn it. You know what? I'm going to go. Uh, so I went with my number one ranked running back. I'm going to go with your number one ranked running back. <laughs> I'm going to go with James Conner. I'm going to spend up at running back because I'm a little too gun shy. And some of these guys I'm assuming are going to get a big workload. Uh, we'll do that other positions. <laughs> I see. I can see that. Uh, all right. Let's see. Let's go with the Patriots defense at home against the Jets for 3,600. I think the total oh, is like 30 and a half for that game or something like that. It's nuts. Yeah. I didn't even look at defense. That's probably an oversight on my part. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> all right. I guess I'll, I'll pick defense uh, later then. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to go with a wide receiver. I'm going super cheap here. I'm going with Cedric Tillman at 3,900. I'm assuming they'll rest Cooper, who was out last week of an injury. Elijah Moore had that brutal concussion. Can't imagine they force him back. And rest Joku might as well. So Tillman could be the Browns. I, I think he'll be the Browns' number one receiver and target this week. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually a good call. It's a really good call. I'll take uh, I'll take Noah Gray at tight end at mid price. Pretty sure Kelsey's not going to play. Right. Yeah, that's that's a pretty safe call. I think. See, I have fifty four hundred remaining per player. I'm going to go with another cheap receiver, Demarcus. Robinson is 4,500. Um, you know, the Rams, if they do rest people, it'd be, you know, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. I don't know if Robinson will be part of that group, although he could be. He's been friggin' good. Uh, but even if it's like backups and stuff, it would be Carson Wentz at quarterback. So that's not too big of, or it's not too bad of a drop off. So I kind of like Demarcus Robinson at 4,500. I'm, I'm gambling that he won't rest, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking of him too. I get like the only thing that gave me pause is that they usually they have six receivers active every week, so they could technically rest like their top three. But um, yeah, Robinson's yeah. been playing so well because then it would be Tutu Atwell who would be the the one that would be like the right. play. Um, 
but yeah, I, I I feel like it's probably more than likely that they let Robinson continue to stat pad. Yep. All right. Uh, so I got 64-33 for two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex. So I got to start spending up. Let's go with uh, Hopkins at 6,100 against Damn the it. Jags. Yeah, I got some incentives yeah. there. So I was looking to go there next. Crap. Nice. Okay. Um, I have to take a different approach. Uh, let me just get the defense out of the way so I can know how much money I have. I'm going to go with the Bengals at 3K. I know they're horrible, but they are potentially facing <laughs> P.J. Walker and the backups. So at 3K, might as well. And I, I have Tillman, but hey, if P.J. Walker throws a couple pick sixes, that's just going to make it more likely Tillman gets targets. So I think those can correlate and be fine. So I, I'm okay taking the Bengals here as well. Yeah, I was thinking about them, but you're right. Like, yeah, some of the guys, like if, they, if they play any backups, oh man, it could get ugly. Both ways, but uh, right, yeah, don't hate it. Let's go with Olave bounce back spot, uh, sixty seven hundred against the Falcons. Uh, I think the uh, you know the Saints need this one. Tight ends had a big game last one, so I expect Olave uh, to have a better game than three catches for what do you have twenty six yards last game? Yep, three catches for twenty six yards. Yeah, I expect a yeah. bounce back for him. That wasn't even his fault. Just the that game. Uh... Saints won by 10, but it felt like they won by 30. It was just never close. So they just abandoned the pass immediately. So it hurt both Alave and Shahid. Um, so they, they just didn't have to throw. So that that's kind of why they had those down games. Uh, so, yeah, I like the bounce back. I was looking to spend up a wide receiver, and I was looking at Olave. I'm just going to go all the way up to Justin Jefferson. He's like the only guy in this range you can feel comfortable with uh, right. playing the full game. So I'm going to go with him. Uh, and hope okay. it's not Jaron Hall under center. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay, I got sixty-four fifty for two running backs, uh, one wide receiver, and one flex. I will take my chances with Calvin Ridley at sixty-five hundred. Titans has been pretty bad against wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Must win game for the Jags. So even if we get a backup quarterback, which I I think Lawrence will play, but Ridley would still have a chance to go off. And I got Hopkins on the other side, so a little bit of correlation oh. there. So yeah, let's go with him. Uh, four sixty-five hundred. All right, I'm gonna go with the tight end. Uh, I thought I was gonna go the ultra cheap route. I'm gonna go like kind of cheap route. Chigakwanku at thirty-five hundred. Uh, Josh Wiley's on the IR, so uh, Chig has been consistently running a route on like eighty percent of the dropbacks. He's basically who we thought he'd be uh, heading into the season. It just took him twelve weeks to get there. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like his floor ceiling combo right now at 3,500 against the Jags. And maybe maybe if the Jags do end up double teaming and triple teaming Hopkins due to the incentives, uh, it'll leave uh, Chig open on a few plays. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, I'm going to go Bijan Robinson at 6,600. Yeah. I got you know an average of about 6,500 left. Uh, need to fill two running back spots in a flex. So, yeah, we'll go Bajan here. And uh, he did have 27 fantasy points, uh, DraftKings points against the Saints last time. Six, uh, 16 carries, 91 yards and a touchdown. Six catches, uh, uh, three catches, 32 yards and another touchdown. So had one of his best games, if not his best game, really, against the Saints. Mm-hmm. So that probably means nothing with Arthur Smith. But, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, just not much not much we're working with here. And I already got uh, Olave, so a little bit of correlation, too. So give yep. me Bajan. All right. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm going to just go Geno Smith at 6,100. Uh, at least I know he's going to start and play the whole game. I can't say that 
with a lot of these other quarterbacks that I have ranked in this range. So even though I think it will be, you know, a pretty run heavy game plan, I do think Geno still has a good, good enough game here to take at 6,100. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, I think he's a, I have him as a top 10 quarterback. I mean, still the Cardinals defense. So yeah, uh, shouldn't be, yeah. shouldn't be too tough, but yeah. Um, all right. So I have 6350 for running back flex. Let's go Chuba Hubbard at running back. 5500 against the Bucks. Had 25 carries for 104 against the Bucks in the uh, last meeting. He's been consistently uh, leading this Buck backfield. Last six games, he's had uh, double digit DraftKings points. Uh, Miles Sanders just looks lost. So, yeah, we'll go, we'll go Hubbard at 5,500. Yep, get to go back to the Hubbard well one one last time. I saw we were both – we both ended up on Miles Sanders under uh, – I had like 29.5. You had 28.5. Didn't matter. Didn't even come yeah. close. I thought that was a mistake at first. Like, I thought they meant like 19. Like, the, it was a typo. I was just baffled by that. But <laughs> – Yeah, that was – I mean, he barely got any carries the last few weeks. But, uh, right. yeah, Chuba's, Chuba's been the, the backfield yep. leader, so. So I have 6,800 left over for my flex. Uh, that's the beauty of this uh, format is uh, I, I screwed myself here. I was hoping <laughs> to get – like, Olave there, 6,700 just stands out. Uh, but that's that's it. Like – Right now, the highest projected player I can take right now is Trey McBride at 6K. So wow. that's where I'm going to have to go. So I have $800 left over. That's just uh, my my bad planning and Week 18 effect uh, going on there. I mean, it will be a pretty uh, pretty contrarian line, I think, because I doubt anyone's leaving. <laughs> well, like this eight. is cash. I don't, I don't want to go that contrarian. <laughs> Plus, I have James Conner already, so I need – I need McBride to get them down the field and Connor to punch it in. I need like very specific things to happen now. Yeah, that is. Hey, I mean, it it can. I mean, McBride, he should. He's a good bet to catch what like yeah. five plus balls Eight, at least. So ten. yeah, it uh, <laughs> shouldn't kill you that much. But uh, yeah. all right, I'm gonna close it. So I have 7,200 for a flex. I, I do have some options here. So I can go Brees Hall, DK Metcalf. DJ Moore, Saquon. So I'm going to go with DK Metcalf at 7,200. The Cardinals are 30th in DVOA against number one wideouts. And, uh, you know, Metcalf gives me a lot of upside in in that flex spot. So I'm going to pay up. And you're, yeah, you're blocking my Geno. Oh, yeah, and, and that, and that. Damn so, it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who you got? Let's recap. Who you got? All right, so I got uh, Geno Smith at quarterback. Um. James Conner and Rashad White at running back at wide receiver. I spent up to get Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Then I went a little bit cheaper for my other two. I went with Demarcus Robinson and Cedric Tillman. My tight ends, plural, uh, I went with the tight end. My flex is Chigakwanku and Trey McBride. Uh, and then for my defense, I, I went with the Bengals going up against presumably P.J. Walker and the backups at 3K. So uh, I ended up with $800 left over. That's just how it happened. Uh, but overall, I do like my team this week. I got Tyrod at quarterback, 5,300 against Philly. Running backs, Bijan Robinson, 6,600 at New Orleans. And Chuba Hubbard, 5,500 against Tampa. Wide receivers, got DeAndre Hopkins, 6,100 against Jacksonville. Olave, 6,700 against the Falcons. Ridley, 
6,500 at Tennessee. Got Metcalf in the flex at 7,200 at Arizona. Tight end punting it with Noah Gray at 2,500 at the Chargers. And then defense taking the Pats at 3,600 at home against the Jets. All right, that's going to do it for our Week 18 Fantasy Flex Fantasy Preview Pod. For more great fantasy content from Sean and I, be sure to check out our full player projections episode out right now over on the Action Network podcast channel. Also have our Night Shift episode uh, for Week 18. And then for the playoffs, uh, probably just be one uh, Fantasy Flex episode. Uh, we'll see how that, that shakes out. But uh, we have the Night Shift this week. And then... You can, of course, hit up ActionNetwork.com for all of our NFL fantasy embedding content, FantasyWebs.com for our DFS tools and models. Don't forget the Action Network Discord server. Link in the episode description for that. You can find Sean on X at the underscore oddsmaker. I'm at Chris Raybon. And we're at those same handles on the free award-winning Action Network app. Until next time, let's get this money. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.